seriously, action. <laughs> hey, God. Oh, that's embarrassing. Action. It's embarrassing. Oh, I'm so sorry to have embarrassed you. I'm never <laughs> do it again. Cut. That's even more embarrassing. Well. Do the intro. How come you never do the intro? Because you do it. You did the first one, so it just makes sense that you do it. Why do I always have to do it? Welcome, everybody, to Finally Girls. Is that how I do it? No. How do I do it? Welcome, welcome to Finally Girl, a horror movie podcast. I'm Michael you Richter. do that. I don't do that. <laughs> you go ahead. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Finally Girl. I'm Michael Richter, and I'm your co-host. Sitting right beside me is... Eliza Farrell, your other co-host, the Finally Girl. How many? What, what episode is this? Seven? Yeah, I think seven. And the last five <laughs> were from Halloween episodes, so I'm so very excited to <laughs> not be doing a Halloween franchise episode. Still a Halloween movie, but not a part of the Halloween franchise, just Halloween themed. <laughs> I tried to get you to do Halloween 3, but you... <laughs> I'm so excited to be done with Halloween for the time being. We got a little <laughs> Halloween doubt. <laughs> you don't want to talk about Michael Myers. You know again. what? Funny enough, I... I feel like I, I'm going to be talking about Michael Myers on this episode. How? I kind of Michael comp- Myers I, I, hey, come up. Well, I'll let you know when we get there. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about Michael Myers anymore. Well, we've already said his name like four times, so oh. it's too late. God. All right. So what movie are we discussing? Hey, what, what, what is it? Trick or me? treat. Is uh, it trick or treat? Yeah, it is trick or treat. There's trick trick or treat. There's trick or treaters. And then there's this movie. (laughs) Trick or treat. Who's the director? Michael Daughtery. Michael Daughtery. Does that name mean anything to you? Is it Daughtery or is it Daugherty? Daughtery. Daughtery? That's how it's pronounced? I'm like 90% certain. Usually, like, names like that is, like, Daugherty. I have no idea. I don't it's even know who this daughtery. person is. No, I have no idea who this it's is. It's like Daughtery, but Daughtery. <laughs> it's like Daughtery, but Daughtery. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's how you pronounce it. But go ahead. Why would I know his name? Uh, I don't know, but... <laughs> <laughs> Why was it supposed to ring a bell? I don't <laughs> My lord. Well, he, he did write the script for Superman Returns. He directed one of the King Kong Godzilla movies. Oh, God, I can't remember which one. I don't think it... He did write the script for King Kong vs. Godzilla. He directed and wrote Krampus. Came out in 2015. I didn't see that, but I know what that movie is. Am Scott, Tony Collette. Yeah, I love David Koechner. Wait, who? David Ke- Ke- what's Koechner. Koechner? Yeah, that's he's from The Office, right? Among others, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know him. I thought it was Koechner. Maybe you're right. I thought it was Keckner. I have no idea. We need, to, <laughs> we need to look at the phonetic spelling of all of these names. Uh, so yeah, he directed Godzilla: King of Monsters as well. He's probably well. I don't know if I want to say. I mean, yeah, if people know who Michael Daugherty is, it's probably because of this movie. Because I don't think anybody uh is a huge fan of any of his other. Uh, I mean, Krampus. People like Krampus. Okay. It has a similar. 
It definitely doesn't have the cult following that this movie does, but... Oh, this movie has a cult following. Yeah, you never heard of it? No. Well, you thought it was from the 80s. When... I had no idea you about this movie. You suggested it to me. Because I was looking up movies that we could watch. This is the premise of the show. Is that I've never seen any of these movies. And I haven't seen a whole lot of horror movies. So, no. I didn't know what this movie was. And you thought it was from the 80s? I did. It looked like it was going to be, like, from the 80s. Not even close. It's from, like, what, 07? Yeah, so it premiered at Harry Knowles, now thankfully defunct film festival. Do you know who Harry Knowles is? No idea. You know, thank God. Um, He used to be a pretty well-known film critic, and then he got canceled because he's a terrible per. He sexually assaulted some women, Mm. made some comments, and he's always had... He's always, in his reviews, he's always made questionable comments oh. about, like, actresses. and He's just an overall bad guy. You look him up, he looks like an insane person. Yeah, most of the guys who speak like that do look like that, so <laughs> I'm not surprised. But yeah, it, it, it premiered in 2007 there, and then in 2009 it got, like, a home video release. It's never, well, I shouldn't say it's never released in theaters, because actually, it's in theaters around us, which I wish I would have known <laughs> before i actually knew it was playing at, why didn't uh, you say anything amc i well i looked it up i googled it and i saw that well because we can't make notes in the theater at least yeah. for, I, I mean that'd be nice for you to watch it but then i'd have to rewatch it anyway so we could have done it but still it's easier for me to watch it at home yeah i get it and you have a big tv <laughs> I, yeah sure and at least i don't have to deal with people talking around me What was Michael... Did, who wrote this movie? He wrote this movie. Michael Daughtery. He wrote it. So was this all his idea? Yeah, it actually... And also, it, it started... It kind of came... It kind of snowballed from a animated short he did in the 90s of Sam. Oh, the little canvas head kid? Yeah, the burlap sack, sack head kid and mm-hmm. the pumpkin kid. Yeah, pumpkin head. So what was the short called? Season's Greetings. Season's Greetings. What year did you say it came out? 96. 96. I believe. Ooh, our birth year. So he made up the character? Oh, yeah, this is all from him, yeah. Okay, I didn't know if this was like like a, a folk tale or, or something of this little well, pumpkin-headed it, boy. It certainly feels like it, right? Yeah, that's why I, I was wondering how he became how he came up with the idea sam is kind of like he's like a little police officer yeah he's the ha- he's the cop of halloween <laughs> the cop of halloween he really is he enforces the rules he does i i realized that pretty quickly i mean i think that the first real scene of the movie is the robot girl blowing out the jack-o-lantern and her husband's like "Ooh, someone's not gonna like that there are rules there are rules yeah he tells you at the beginning this is the one night. Don't forget your costume. All sorts of things. Roam free. The movie starts off with that, like, kind of. I don't know what ye- what decade those like in school. Like, you know how in that 70s show they have these, like, film reels of, oh, this is a good boy at, like, what was it, Fat Burger? What's the place that they work? A good boy? Like a dog? No. Oh, I know. Like, this is a model employee. Model employee. And this is the lazy uh, boy. And Ashton Kutcher is the lazy boy. And Eric Foreman is the... 
The good boy. What what decade do you think those are from? They've got to be what like the mean? 50s. They have to be like... What are you talking like, about? Like, what? like those film reels that people... Like that are shown in schools. Like what... There has to be like a decade or something that those are like based off of, right? Well... Like that th- those were popular. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's a certain... Like I know. Is it, a like I wanted decade. to say, is it like a 50s kind of style film reel? That's what I'm wondering uh. how to phrase that. I don't think it matters. It's just a film. I mean, like, yeah, I guess you could say 50s or 40s. Because it, it makes me think of, like, 50s or 40s, yeah. Yeah. But that that's all. No. <laughs> I don't know why that was so hard for you to understand what I was saying. Well, I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it starts off. That's all just to get to this one point that I was trying to make. Was that it starts off with the, like, after school special kind of thing warning you of the rules of halloween yeah. and the safety tips of halloween and then we don't really have anything like that throughout the whole movie well yeah i think it's just in- introducing the i really the idea of, of rules of halloween yeah i think this is all it's very much well i think this movie i should say is a celebration of halloween i think i don't think there's a movie that better embodies the spirit of halloween or the traditions of halloween than this film what do you think I mean, I get from what you've seen yeah i was about to say I, I really haven't seen that many but um yeah i think it definitely shows the traditions of halloween and we see that kind of towards when we meet the vampire i'm putting that in quotes the vampire character where i'm like this kind of like with vampire oh mr the, will the, yeah mr. The, the principal wilkins but we don't know it's principal wilkins yeah yet. it's just the vampire character that's why i said vampire character you can say vampire wilkins you're already killing me we're not even 12 minutes and 13 minutes into this fucking podcast and you're already killing me. <laughs> you're already dropping F-bombs. Yeah. Not even Halloween kills. <sighs> anyway, well, I don't know what I was saying now. Mr. Wilkins. Okay, so when we see the vampire and he's just, he kills that one girl. This reminds me of like how a lot in true crime we see people committing crimes murders whatever on halloween because this is the holiday where everyone's dressed up everyone looks different there's blood already on your clothes like fake blood so if you were to kill someone and there's blood on them nobody would second guess it because everybody has blood on them because it's halloween so that's what it reminded me of as well so stop licking your lips like you're gonna like tell me a, a, a some juicy gossip over there i'm done <laughs> put a burlap sack over my head so he can pay attention <laughs> god anyway but you don't like sam he's fine you don't like sam are you serious he's fine what? i like him no we I gotta like know okay, we, we, we can't bury the lead now <laughs> i like we have him to talk now. about sam okay well, that's actually where I was going. So, <laughs> so the robot girl blows out the candle at the beginning of the movie. And this is when I want to compare Sam to Michael Myers. You can hear the little kid breathing behind the canvas burlap sack thing that he's wearing. And it reminded me of the opening of Halloween, like the original Halloween movie when yeah. six-year-old Michael Myers is breathing underneath that clown mask. That's all I was going to say about Halloween. And that's the last I'm going to say about Michael Myers <laughs> in this freaking episode, okay? 
what was this husband dressed as? I could not figure it out. This whole movie, I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't even remember at all. He was he wearing was black in. and some jewels or something on him. I, I don't know. Like conquistador. I thought maybe he was supposed to be a like a an alien or something. I don't know. I have to go back and look at it because I actually I don't did not pay attention to his uh costume at all yeah i have no idea there was only one other character where i'm like what is she supposed to be and that was one of the kids in that group of kids like what is this little girl supposed to be the one that was wearing a turtleneck and headgear yeah i think her name was sarah brace face yeah oh is that a character well that's she's wearing like the old style brace headgear yeah yeah i just didn't but it looked like she was actually wearing the headgear for her own yeah needs not for the costume but i couldn't figure out what she was supposed to be you just call her brace face <laughs> yeah You're what? just as bad as the kids I, mean, I used to be a brace face i know i met you as a brace face so yeah the robot girl wants to take down the halloween decorations right when they get back from a halloween party i thought this was weird it's like all of a sudden she wants to take down all the decorations before she can go to sleep who does that because her husband isn't gonna take him down that's yeah like she couldn't wait till tomorrow or the next day why does it matter that they have to take it right as soon as halloween's over i thought that was so weird she's not a fan of halloween and i'm like of course she's getting killed she's obviously not very likable (laughs) but that we only see it at the beginning which is kind of cool i like how the story is told in this movie i love not non-linear yeah i love movies like this or tv shows like this when there's multiple storylines that all come together like yeah yeah, they all intersect points it's super cool and i liked how we started off with the i don't know her name i don't think she had a name i'm gonna keep calling her robot girl it doesn't matter yeah but the robot girl at the beginning and it all connecting towards the end you don't really understand what really happened until the end so i kind of like that a lot yeah it'll be interesting to show you more non-linear stuff and see if i still like it yeah <laughs> I, well i liked it in this sta- in this circumstance the acting was uh was fine did you like the acting just fine it wasn't that great what yeah i didn't really like the acting the only actor i liked principal wilkins i liked the little kid billy wilkins the principal's kid he was fun and i liked the little girl Rhonda and the pirate well actually the kids were pretty good you're forgetting the best actor who the best performance mr krieg yes yeah mr krieg did do well. the great brian cox brian cox yeah (laughs) c-o-x <laughs> Thank you for spelling it because I was well, really, you went, I really wanted to know. Well, you went Cox. Like you, like, <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, it's Brian you, Cox. You went Cox. <laughs> All right. Long time great actor. He's probably most well known today for Succession, HBO. He plays Logan Roy. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Multiple time Emmy nominee. One time winner, I think. Yeah. He was in Adaptation. Charlie Coffin movie. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> Best performance. Yeah. You didn't like it? No, I thought it was good. I thought he, yeah, he he really was the best performance. You're right. <laughs> I agree. I didn't like the girls, um, the, the, the werewolf girls. I didn't think that they were really, they were awful actresses. All, the whole lot of them. I thought they were fine. The kids were really good. The little group of yeah kids going down uh, to the quarry sure. uh-huh. yeah they were really they were really good um which one of those kids i don't know his last name but i know his first name is john luke he's from baby daddy 
the ABC Family original TV show, oh. Baby Daddy. He's great. What's his last name? John Luke know. something. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. He's Canadian, so it's like French. But I don't know. He played the leader of the kids, Schrader. Actually, I think the little girl no, was the leader. He Macy was not the leader. Yeah, Macy, Macy was, was definitely the leader. Definitely. Oh, she was wild. I loved how she was dressed as an angel. <laughs> Made me laugh. You want to just talk about the kids first? Yeah, let's talk about the kids. So yeah, the kids. We have Macy, Sarah, Chip, and Schrader, as well as Rhonda. I love Rhonda. <laughs> she was fantastic. Uh, even though the kids didn't freaking like her. Except for, it seemed like Schrader liked her. He was trying to be nice. Yeah, he was at least trying to be nice, yeah. Yeah. Chip seemed like he may have been Macy's little brother. Chip was the pirate. He was super cute. And then Sarah was the one in the turtleneck and the cape. No idea who she was supposed to be. Macy was an angel. Rhonda was a witch. And she made her own costume. She was really cool. But they were so mean to her at first. Like when they go to go pick up Rhonda. And Macy's like, she's an idiot savant. (laughs) What the hell? Where did this like 12 year old girl find like that word? Where did she figure out the, the term idiot savant? I thought she was really cool. And like when when she starts walking to the quarry with the girl or the the other kids and she's telling them like the history of Sawin, which I didn't know that's how you pronounced it until the other night, actually, when we were watching Joe Bob's <laughs> haunted hangout or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, I know it's pronounced Sawin, but it's spelled like Sam Hain. Hey, I'm going to pronounce it Sam Hain because that's, uh, that's how Dr. Loom is pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. That's, well, that's the first that's time the I'd last, ever heard of it. That's the last Halloween, ref- Halloween reference. So we're really getting a lot of Halloween tradition stuff being pushed at us at this point. Do you agree? They're really like, let's follow the rules, basically, in the script. That's how I'm getting, like, every, I feel like every scene, there's, like, a a little push, like, make sure the jack-o'-lantern stays lit, because then it'll protect you. Mm -hmm. Like, every scene has, which uh, is the premise of the movie, I get. Mm -hmm. You don't like it? It's not that I don't like it. I was just like, all right, I get it. Like, I'm following the Halloween traditions. (laughs) You didn't like it? I just said <laughs> I just said it's fine. Uh, what do you mean it's fine? It was a little annoying. Why? It was like I got it from the beginning with I the don't like I think they assault you with <laughs> assault I, I you. I felt like with. they did a little bit. But like I'm like am I supposed to be like stupid? Like are you treating me like I'm stupid? Like I get it. The people who disobey the Halloween traditions get killed. They could have been a little more subtle about it. I think it would have been scarier. I guess they could have been more subtle. I don't really don't think... I don't know. Like, especially here with the kids as they they collect the jack-o'-lanterns and they're taking it to the site of the bus crash or massacre. I don't know. I think it, it blends in right there with the dialogue and the characterization we're getting here. No, I like... No, I didn't mean her telling the story was push. Like I, I like her telling the story. Well, not the story. Traditions. I mean, I mean, as they're walking to the site of the massacre. So the kids all go to the rock quarry, and they're like, "Why are we here?" And Macy, the angel, is like, "This is the site of the bus massacre from thirty years ago, where there were these eight kids who had." 
problems. Their parents hated them. So the parents paid the bus driver to kill them all. So the bus driver walks or uh, is supposed to be driving them to a different school or something like that. And he decides to go towards the rock quarry. And one of the kids like immediately knows we're not going the right way. He keeps going wrong way, wrong way. He takes him to the rock quarry. He parks like right in front of the cliff and he goes into the bus and makes sure each kid is strapped in, literally chained into this car, into the bus, into each seat and gives them a piece of candy. And before he can make it back to the front, the Dracula kid climbs up into the driver's seat and drives them right off the cliff. And oh, when the kids are on the bus, I don't know if you notice this or whatever but when the kids are on the bus and the bus driver goes the wrong way sam is standing on the side of the road like poking a dead crow yeah yeah yeah. but yeah it was 30 years to the night on halloween where the bus crash happened when the bus crash happened so oh and the bus driver got out yeah the bus driver did survive what happened to him exactly all the kids costumes on that bus were creepy as hell they were like makeshift costumes some of them mm-hmm. and each of them were wearing masks so there was like a dracula a devil a bunny which was really creepy the bunny was the creepiest of all except there was a brown <laughs> a, a, a kid that had a brown paper bag on his face with like a big teethy smile drawn <laughs> on with eyes so creepy and then when uh they showed like the bus crash <laughs> all the uh all the masks like float to the top of the water it's pretty cool how did the bus driver possibly get out of the bus do you think he like got out of the emergency exit on the top uh yeah, probably that or smashed a window somehow what do you think schrader was supposed to be dressed up as he had like a 80s know. style blazer on and then a weird mask that i didn't understand what the mask was either was he supposed to be like a vampire or something no i don't think so he's wearing like a blue shiny blazer Oh, he had a cape. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. I did not pay attention to the kids' costumes. Yeah, that much, you so. really didn't. I made sure I looked at all the costumes because it's Halloween. That's the best part of Halloween. Yeah, it didn't really. They don't didn't really catch my eye. Mm. The cost, the, the their costumes at least. The design of the dead kids though are really cool. Yeah, did you like them? Did you find? Yeah, like the I really liked all the costumes a whole lot in this movie. That is something I did like. The kids take eight jack o' lanterns. Uh, to pay respect to the dead kids is Macy. Um, that's what she's telling Rhonda, basically. But really, they brought Rhonda there to trick her and be mean to her because she's a bitch. Macy is, not Rhonda. I like Rhonda. But they like go down to the end of the quarry. Schrader, Macy, and Sarah dress up as the dead kids and try and scare her. So mean. They were like eating chips intestines or something and then Rhonda was like fuck all of you i'm going to the elevator thing and i'm gonna bring myself back up and i'm not gonna let you on she was so cool when she did that and then she comes up from the top of the quarry holding her jack-o'-lantern what a badass and sam she sees sam yeah she does see sam they just kind of look at each other and then and nod just like walk the other way i think she's the final girl this movie Rhonda's the final girl uh, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, well, we have like a whole final, <laughs> final group of girls too. Yeah, but mm, I don't think you can call them final girls because they killed a lot of people. Yeah, sure. For for no reason. Rhonda just survived. 
There's no real final girl though on this movie. If you want to call Ron, I mean, she's. I, I know there's the not fi- a real final girl. That's why I want Rhonda to be the one. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, Rhonda, she acknowledges. They they kind of acknowledge each other as they as she yeah, walks past. Just walk past each other. Because they're both. Full- Ad- adhere to the rules of Halloween. Yeah, at least Sam acknowledges that she adheres to the rules yeah. of Halloween. She still has her jack o' lantern lit up. She didn't disrespect dead people. She's all good in her little witch's costume. Do you think Sam would have killed all of them if Rhonda let them into the elevator? I don't think he would have killed all of them. I don't think he would have killed Rhonda. I think he might have killed Rhonda. Really? Because just, he kind of she for, just, she aided and hel- yeah. aided yeah. and abetted. Yeah. Well, in that case, then he should have killed the husband of the robot girl. He let her blow out the candle. Sure, I get you make that argument. Yeah. So I think he would have left Rhonda alone had they all come up. I think he would have definitely killed all the other ones. That would have been fun to see. What did you think about the group of werewolf girls? I like the reveal at the end. And up to that point, it's kind of like, eh, it's like, okay. She's, I like how they, they really turn it turn it on its head because you think that her sister is just trying to get her laid because mm-hmm. she's a 22-year-old virgin. Yeah, 22-year-old virgin. That's the whole thing. The whole time during the movie, I was thinking, that, I mean, I still thought it afterwards, but this Cinderella girl is a bitch. The whole time. And then I kind of understood. I was like, oh, she's trying to help her sister find. When the when two of them go up to the the news van, mm-hmm. and like, you just check to see how easy it is. And I was just like, wow, they really, like, I don't know, like, they got these schlubby guys. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I'm like, they're hot girls, and they've been talking about how great they are at picking up guys. Because, like, right before they were leaving the costume shop, Cinderella was like, let's go meet our dates or find our dates or whatever she said. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, you you don't already have dates by now? That's a little weird. You're talking about how hot you guys are. I yeah, I do like how like you at the end you assume you assume that they're vampires. Yeah. And then they transform into werewolves. I think that's I thought cool. they were vampires at first for sure. Uh I did like that Principal Wilkins gets killed by Lori, the twenty two year old. <laughs> that's her, her first time. She lost her virginity to Principal Wilkins. Oh, and it's so unnecessarily sexy when they're ripping off their clothes and the music is going on behind them. They're all like dancing, have the bonfire, and they're like, ah, ripping off their clothes and then their skin to reveal werewolf fur. Um, the special effects sucked. Special effects sucked. One mm. moment, Lori had like weird teeth and then the next second, she's a full-on dog and like Later on, when Sam and Doc, or Mr. Creed are Mr. Krieg are fighting, Mr. Krieg like blows Sam into next week, and he like flies through the hallway, like slides on his butt through the hallway, and that was really bad the way they did that too. You know, I thought that was fun. No, I thought it was horrible. Why? For 2007, I thought they could have done better special effects wise. It seemed like they just didn't have money. I don't know. I think it looked really good for a low budget movie. Yeah. Was it a low budget? Yeah. Yeah, I could tell. You know, like the design of Sam, like especially after he takes off his... I feel like they spent all the money on Sam's head. I don't really think... I think the werewolves look pretty good. I know they're not the best looking werewolves I've ever seen, but I like like the design. I thought they were pretty rough looking. The werewolves and the vampire diaries are better than that. 
Oh, God, no. Yeah, they are. No. Have you even seen the werewolves and vampire yes, diaries? Yes, I've seen terrible. Oh, no. Oh, I thought it was funny that when Rhonda and Chip, the pirate, are standing at the top of the quarry while the other three go down, they hear the werewolves in the background. Yeah. But yeah, that was cool. <laughs> um, and that's way before we even find out that the girls are werewolves. So I thought that was fun. Yeah, and she she points. <laughs> She goes, I hear werewolves. <laughs> oh, Rhonda. She was so cool. At the beginning of the movie, we have this chunky, hefty boy chocolate stained face chocolate stained face he's just <laughs> smashing jack-o'-lanterns pushing them right on the ground and he comes across a house that has a bowl of candy that says i'm not home just take one and he's like oh yeah he pours the whole bowl in his sack and uh we have a man character who we don't know who it is yet but he's like oh that's gonna help your diabetes yeah, it turns out to be mr wilkins it's principal, principal wilkins, wilkins okay. yeah when he sat on the porch i was like this strange man is sitting with this kid and he has not one but two knives i was like why is this kid just sitting there i guess because he's getting free candy so he doesn't really care <laughs> Oh, yeah. And Principal Wilkins talks to him about how he was like the little asshole kid until his dad set him straight and taught him how to respect the dead. I was like, what the hell is going on? This creepy man. And the kid starts like full on choking. And I'm like, oh, man, vomiting. he swallowed a razor blade or something. Well, when he was vomiting, I, th I was like, that's just like chocolate. He's just vomiting chocolate. And then the principal walks him into inside the house. Oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, yeah, I did see the sign. Yeah, that's all I was right. I did see that. So I guess he laced the candy. Mm -hmm. But he was throwing up blood and didn't look like blood until he went inside and saw the blood on the principal's shirt. Because mm -hmm. I thought it was just fully chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. <laughs> it just looked brown. Always check your candy. I thought it was weird that the principal just starts sucking on a lollipop while he's like holding this kid who's throwing up everywhere. Well, it's business as per usual for him as we see him bury another body or yeah he kills we know he kills at least three people in this movie i think that's my biggest gripe with this movie is that they don't really they go into everybody else's story except for principal wilkins really i feel like we spend a lot of time with principal wilkins yeah but i don't know what his motive is i don't, I don't know oh we have to know i i'm very he's interested just, he's just is he an actual vampire because he did bite the other girl fake teeth, though i know that's why i got confused i was like i think i think he just likes he just he likes to enforce the rules of halloween i think he likes killing on halloween so weird he obviously um it's a tradition passed down to him from his dad i think that's where it comes in from him talking to the chubby kid mm -hmm. and then you see him kind of passing down the tradition to his son yeah, Billy Wilkins. I love that kid. Yeah, that kid was good. Yeah, you were dying laughing every time he gets. Which okay, wait, I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me because he's yeah, he's pushing down this tradition to his own son. But when he's outside and he's burying the bodies, he's trying to like hide it from his kid that he's burying a body. I don't think he's trying to hide it. He's just trying to get him to shut the hell up because well, the kid's yelling. But every time drawing attention to the backyard 
but every time he tries to shovel one of the 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 kid that's still alive down there he like stops when his kid comes to the window and i'm like you can still do it then i think because the kid's you know it's jarring because the kid is screaming at him no it seemed like he was trying to hide it from his kid well i think they're playing into that too because obviously when we get when he goes back into the house and He's going to carve a jack-o'-lantern, what you assume is carving a jack-o'-lantern with his kid. Mm-hmm. And you think he's going to kill his kid because he's an annoying little shit, but he's actually... <laughs> he's got the head of the, the, the chubby, the chubby kid. kid yeah, in the basement. Yeah. Which I think is another way. I love how the movie plays with your expectations. Again, here and in the, yeah, werewolf, the werewolf store. That's true. I didn't think about that. I thought that was a lot of fun. Besides the Mr. Screeg. Krieg. Krieg. I always want to call him Screeg. <laughs> Mr. I like how those are my two favorite stories. This one and they inter- yeah. interla- overlap. I like how Principal Wilkins like feeds Spite, Mr. Krieg's dog, Spite. Uh, a finger. <laughs> a yeah. finger. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. You like that his dog's name is Spite. I love that his dog's name is Spite. <laughs> it's a little on the nose, but I it is. And that's also when you were, I think the the time where you really died laughing was when the kid yells down and the, the uh, principal Wilkins says to watch Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. <laughs> Charlie Brown is an asshole. <laughs> Charlie Brown is an asshole. Yeah, the principal was played by Dylan Baker. Yeah, he's been in some stuff. He's been around since the 80s, a great character actor. In fact, like one of his, like his biggest first, his first like big feature film role was in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. He plays that the guy who has John Candy and Steve Martin ride in the back of his pickup truck. Huh. Yeah. Cool. I love that movie. He's another three-time Emmy nominee, just like Brian Cox. He was in Happiness with Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was in Selma. Yeah, he's been in a lot of things I've seen for sure. Great actor. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Do you like his performance or Brian Cox's performance more? Probably Principal Wilkins. I get it. Yeah, he's really good. He's really good. I, he is my favorite until we get to Sam visiting. Yeah. Krieg. But did you notice also when Principal Wilkins hands out candy, he hands out candy to Sam? Yeah, and Sam like walks away and his like sack makes noises as he's dropping it on each step. It sounds like a cat. Like he had a cat in his sack. And the cat's just like, I also thought that Principal Wilkins' son kind of looked like Chucky. I did. I mean, he's got the red hair, yeah. He looks like. It's too curly, though. A live action Chucky. It is great in that scene where you think Wilkins is going to dispose of him, and he just looks like he's the cutest little kid. Just like, oh, God. No. So at this point, we get to finally figure out what happened to Mr. Creek because earlier, Principal Wilkins, when he was going inside from burying the children, he sees Principal or Mr. Creek pounding on the window, pounding on the window. Help me, help me. And he's like, "Screw you," because he had just Mr. Creek had just told him, "Screw you." you After after he said Happy Halloween, yeah. And you see Mr. Krieg inside his house burning photos in his fireplace. And I was like, I don't know why I hadn't fully 
connected this at this point yet. But I was like, looks like the principal's neighbor that got attacked earlier. But I thought he got attacked. Why? Are, I was so confused at this point because I didn't realize that we were kind of going back in time mm-hmm. to kind of connect all to the same point. So at this point, I was pretty confused. But then I understood pretty quickly. <laughs> but when we catch when we when we first catch up with Mister Krieg. He's scaring kids with his with spite. Yeah, spite's got dre- got him. Or Mr. Craig's got spite all dressed up in some creepy mask with green eyes. I don't know. <laughs> he sticks him on some kids yeah, trying to trick or treat. He sounds like a werewolf when he's coming at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty good. Then the kids start egging his house because he's kind of a dick. Um, didn't give him a treat. Didn't give him a treat. What trick or treat? He didn't give them a treat. Is that why Sam killed him? Or is it because... Yeah, that's why Sam... But why is it 30 years later? Sam's just now coming to this town? No, it's not. Well, Sam doesn't end up killing him, though. But he tries. And why does he not end up killing him? He gets a treat. <sighs> and two things. Do you know... When, you, when, they're, when they're fighting, you notice that he's using the lollipop from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he's using candy that he got from Principal Wilkins. Because he unwraps yeah. a, can- a candy bar and it's got a razor blade sticking out of it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because he goes to stab him and he stabs a chocolate bar and then he's yeah. like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> and Oh, that's how he gets the treat. I was like, I don't remember Mr. Krieg giving him a treat, but it was the chocolate bar that got in the way of the razor blade. So he was just like, oh, I got my treat now interesting i would think that he would have to give the kids who asked for the treat a treat but that's fine well you could say that he already got his comeuppance from those kids because they egged his house yeah they tri- they but they sam tri- didn't get his didn't get his treat poor spite i don't know what happened to spite did he die i think he lived because we don't see him like he's barking like obviously mm-hmm. he's barking at sam but we haven't seen sam yet we just figure that it's sam in mr creek's house he's barking and then all of a sudden he gets quiet and i'm like oh no he might have died why would sam hurt a poor innocent dog because he tricked the kids maybe yeah he tricked the kids this is the only part in the whole movie where i was actually like oh this could be pretty scary this is actually kind of creepy was Mr. Krieg looking for Sam in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he opens up the sheets and it's like a mechanical hand. And then Sam from underneath the bed like slashes his leg with that razor blade in yeah. the candy bar. <laughs> and then the jack-o'-lantern like sets a blaze and it's like trick or treat. Give me something good to eat. Yeah, written all over the wall, his walls. And ceiling and everything. And like blood, I'm assuming from poor spite. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Yeah so sad he does the michael myers head cocking here he does with his breathing too (sighs) i told you every freaking movie (laughs) god michael freaking myers and then he has the candy all over the stairs that makes mr krieg trip and he has glass set up at the bottom of the stairs yeah that was cool yeah so of course mr krieg has like a million locks on his door so he can't get his door unlocked fast enough to get out i like how when he shoots sam it's just pumpkin guts that come out of him yes isn't it cool like the character design the way he looks yeah it's cool well you think it looks like shit i don't think it looks like shit you think it looks like shit i think he's the only creepy 
thing, which I guess he's supposed to be the only creepy thing in this movie, but well, I guess the eight kids that died were kind of creepy. I mean, if I'm not saying that if a pumpkin headed kid came into my house that I wouldn't be scared, I'd be terrified. <laughs> so I guess it's great. Oh my God. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Cree calls 911 and they're like, please hold. They're like, thank you for calling 911. Please hold. Have <laughs> I've never. I'm sure that happens. Oh my God. Especially on Hall- on Halloween night. I'm sure that happens. Please hold. What? They should have extra 911 responders ready for Halloween. Then. They're not going to spend money on that. Are you serious? <laughs> what country do you think we live in? <laughs> I also like how Sam's severed hand moves around like thing from the Adams family all around the floor yeah, trying to yeah, find Sam's body. Awesome? Yeah, see, you like it. You're so full of crap. <laughs> I never said I didn't like it. And he just like wakes his body up with his hand. It's pretty good. That's amazing. Yeah. And once Sam gets his treat, the door opens and closes for him by itself so he can leave the house and then mr krieg has someone else knock on his door and i'm like why are you answering the door to these trick-or-treaters you just had a horrible experience yeah he doesn't want another horrible experience by not giving these kids candy i guess oh yeah we also see that the photos that he was burning earlier are pictures of him as the bus driver from the accident with the kids. I really thought you were going to be like, why does he have pictures of himself with the kids? (laughs) No, I knew immediately that he was the bus driver. I thought you were like, why would you keep pictures of yourself with these kids? Yeah, why would he actually, now that you're saying that? It's just a story It's been 30 years. And I like how the kid, when he answers the door to the trick-or-treaters, the kid's like, I like your mummy costume, Mr. Krieg. Because he wrapped himself up in bandages from getting stabbed. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go over. So I guess all these houses are all right next to or across the street from each other. So Principal Wilkins is next door to Mr. Krieg. Then across the street is the robot girl. Uh And next to her is Rhonda. Uh-huh. I thought that was really cool. And then you see the werewolf girls drive up too. Yep, and almost hit Rhonda when she's trying to walk back to her house. Yeah. And I like how we see Billy Wilkins sitting on the porch in his dad's bloody clothes, just handing out candy still. Poor Billy Wilkins. Oh, Billy Wilkins, what a cutie. Then there's a knock on Krieg's door, and it's all eight kids that were drowned. And Dracula kid says, trick or treat. And then we get flashes of like comic book strips. Of Sam, of Sawin. Oh, and of the kids. And of the kids. Killing him. Yeah. I like the the faces coming in and out. Like the real faces coming in and out of the comic book stuff. And they kind of did that at the beginning of the movie, too. They did do some comic stuff at the beginning of the movie, though. Yeah. That's what I just said. Oh, I thought you said they could have. No, I said they did. Oh, I said they did that at the beginning, too. I wasn't paying attention. I guess my hearing ain't so good. Oh, I know. Yeah, it was a weird-ass movie. But I, like I said, I do like movies that have multiple storylines like that. That intersect. It's really cool. Have uh, you ever seen Pulp Fiction? I've not seen Pulp Fiction, actually. I wonder if you'd like that movie, because it is... It's like that, too. It's definitely not as obvious as this movie, but it is. like not. It's non-linear like this. I like the movie He's Just Not That Into You, and it has multiple storylines. They all intersect. It's pretty good. Uh, Did I ever show you Mulholland Drive? 
No. Is that a horror movie? There's horror. I, I would call it a horror movie. Some people would argue with me. I mean, it's more than just horror, but it's definitely... I think all of David Lynch's movies are horror. Okay. Um, definitely have horror elements in it. Yeah, we'll have to watch that. So what do you think about the movie then, overall? Fantastic. Like, really? Something I should watch every year. I mean, like it just gets you into a Halloween mood. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's a movie I could watch every year. It's so much fun. I, I do think it's fun. I don't think it's really scary. It's not really that... I don't, I don't know. It's not really supposed to be super yeah. scary. It's kind of fun, like well, you said. Well, that's another thing, like, at least general audiences struggle with, like, the idea of, like, horror has to be, like, terrifying all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, it doesn't have to... Horror can be anything. Um, yeah. I, I agree. I think, like I said earlier, Mr. Krieg and Sam's whole thing was probably the only part of the movie where I was a little on edge because I was waiting to see where Sam was hiding. Yeah. But that was pretty much it. I wasn't I wasn't scared. I, the only thing I will say, besides the special effects, which I know you liked, but I did not, especially with the werewolves, is I wish I would have kind of understood Miss, uh, Principal Wilkins a little bit more. But I guess you're kind of right. Maybe he's just... Using the traditions his father passed on to him well, to also kill you kids. Have to, I think you also have to think about like the opening where they describe this town, this fictional town in Ohio, mm-hmm. as like they take Halloween very seriously. So yeah, they do. They have so, that really cool parade. It looked like a Day of the Dead kind of theme the, yeah, too. Yeah, Dia de los Muertos. Um. And I think just like that line where you were like, it's weird how he said that like his dad set him straight. I think that it's kind of just like, I think it's just been passed down from his from generation to generation in that family to respect Halloween and. Yeah. To respect the traditions and the and rules. To kill people, I guess. <laughs> Gotta kill some asshole kids. My daddy taught me. I think that's enough. Um background en- enough background for him it would have been cool if he was actually a vampire and i think he's just i, I thought that i think it would have been pretty cool. so like his his um whole segment in this movie is hilarious besides the kid well yeah well mr mr wilkins in general yeah dylan baker oh, oh so good so good what would you rate this movie Four and a half out of five. Yeah, I'd give it a four. A four out of five. It's Knock good. it off for the special effects. Yeah, I am. It, the special effects weren't that great. And I think it could have been better for the year it was made in. But if it's really a low budget movie, that makes sense. But I thought the costumes were great. Yeah. I didn't... I mean... <laughs> paid more attention to the costumes on the uh, the werewolf girls than anything else than the little kids oh that's not surprising what does that mean they were all sexy oh my god (laughs) well it was just it was so obvious because like oh there's cinderella there's little red riding hood there's i think was sleeping beauty was Mm -hmm. in there snow Um, white yeah it was just like more easy to pick them out i guess 
Yeah, witch, angel. I knew the witch and the angel, yeah. <laughs> Pirate. Oh, the pot, yeah, those three are vampire. obvious. vampire, yeah, it's really hard to understand. Oh Unless they have big boobs popping out of the screen, you can't really <laughs> yeah, see them. I just em. go straight to the tits. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I did like how Lori, whenever she came back from the interaction with Principal Wilkins, she no longer had her cape on. She was like, whole different girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. Oh. All right, so we're very excited to be done with the Halloween segment of the podcast. Halloween franchise, I should say. But be sure to uh follow us and make sure to rate subscribe, us. Uh, subscribe on Spotify or Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Podbean if that's your thing. Um and tune in next week another cool episode of Finally Girl. Bye.